return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Excited, Joe? Getting very excited, Mike. Have to wait three hours to hear this song? I wait more than three hours, Mike. Bruce Springsteen tonight, Emily Arena kicking off the tour. The first of many long shows for the boss starts right here in Tampa. Joe and I will be there tonight. I'll be the one carrying the old man out at the end of the night. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Uh, looking forward to it. That is happening. Are we going, Joe? I mean, I'm in. Oh, it's going to be great. I like it. This is going to be excited. fired up. Fired up. I believe the medium man plays, uh, not the big man, the medium man. His son plays the saxophone now that Clarence is dead. Now that the big man's gone? Yeah, the big man's gone. The next guy, next size down. Goes. It's just like Night Court. Harry died and his daughter, <laughs> daughter is the judge takes now. over, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, before we get into news, I want to tell everybody the same thing I've been telling you for the last couple of years. If you need a roof for your home, uh, Walsh Roofing Services is your company to call. And for a bunch of reasons, one is, quite honestly, there's so many people to call. You don't know who to trust. And uh, I was turned on to Walsh. They put the roof on my home, the entire roof on my home, and did such a great job. Then now I turn them on to the listeners and to my friends and family, like one pap-pap who has lived in the St. Petersburg area for 20-something years, mm -hmm. needed some work done on his roof. I understand you called Walsh Roofing Service. That is absolutely correct. Now, what is the... I, I believe that it'll take three years for them to do your roof because you'll <laughs> you'll not do the 100%. right thing. Although you were you were printing out papers and stuff yesterday. Yeah. Like, you seem to be getting your stuff together. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was getting all my stuff together. I had an insurance claim from the last... Uh, uh, Storm damage that happened from Hurricane Ian. Did right. you see the papers that he printed out? I didn't look at them. They I just were just saw... his name a bunch at the top and then right. blank everywhere else. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> all work and no play yeah. makes Jack a dumb boy. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, anyway, Joe is calling them because he had some roof damage on his home. Plus, that that house is probably ready for a new roof. It's you know all these years. I mean, yes. Um, uh, then every once in a while, he gets storms that pop up on name storms that do damage to you that are covered by your insurance. Mm -hmm. I don't know the difference. Walsh Roofing Service does. Uh, they did a great job on my roof. They're working on Joe's roof. Mm -hmm. I sent them over to my dad's house. If you need work done on your roof or you're thinking about putting in solar on your home, they do that as well. Uh, go to WalshRoofingServices.com. That's WalshRoofingServices.com. Give them a call and make sure you tell them you heard about another Mike Kelta show. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is 7.09 in the morning on a Wednesday. Let's check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. Now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today? Galvin. Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes, and this month is Heart Month. So Pelt Shoes is uh, partnering with the American Heart Association to help spread awareness for heart attack and stroke signs and ways to lead healthy and active lifestyles. And, of course, if you want to do that, you get some uh, good shoes. You want some walking shoes or running shoes, you can get them right there at Pelts. Uh, Pelts wants to give insider tips all month long to help you find the perfect fit. Uh, and uh, so you should get your shoes at the end of the day. Get them fitted at the end of the day. That's uh, when your foot tends to be the biggest. Make sure you get your, uh, your, size, your foot size every time you buy shoes because I can tell you right now that Adidas are going to be different than Nike, and Nike are going to be different than Ultras, and Ultras are different than New Balance. So they all have a little bit of a different uh, fit to them. So make sure you get it fitted by one of the uh, Pelt Shoe Fit experts. Whatever shoes you're looking for, you can get them at Pelt's. So the United States is readying more than $2 billion worth of military aid. Yeah, $2 billion more worth of military aid for Ukraine that is expected to include longer-range rockets for the first time, as well as other munitions and weapons. Two U.S. officials uh, said to Reuters on Tuesday 
The aid is expected to uh, be announced as soon as this week. It's also expected to include support equipment for Patriot air defense systems, precision-guided munitions, and Javelin anti-tank weapons. Uh, one of the officials said a portion of the package is expected to be $1.725 billion would come from a fund known as the Ukraine Security Assistant, Assistance Initiative, which allows President Joe Biden's administration to get weapons from industry rather than from U.S. weapon stock. Mm. Why, cool. Where do we keep getting all this money from? We, like where do we get it from? The air, apparently. Mm-hmm. We're right? printing money that we, I mean, we just talked about the, the Are we uh, the selling it to stealing? them? Like how do they get it? Are yeah, we, I, I are we don't flying know. it over there? They actually, it into their account? They use that Zelensky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back in the day they used to go and they used to just move the gold from one room to another. Not anymore. Go, yeah, but they don't do that anymore. Now it's all fiat currency backed by your population, so I don't know how it's they're sad to me that I don't even know what that means and you just said that. Yeah. I'm like, what? Fiat yeah. to it's cars it's a bunch now, it's fiat. fiat. Yeah, those little convertibles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so two billion more? Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, look, I feel bad for the people of Ukraine, but I don't want to give them any more money. But also, I mean, us giving them weapons and doing all that type of stuff. I mean, we're it's World War Three. Like we're just slowly moving towards World War Three. No, we definitely are. And uh, you know, if it's like that, general predicted that it's going to be us in China. That is what it comes down to. Will it happen to like we've been in plenty of wars in my lifetime that we don't ever see. Like, like the closest thing that we've ever had to an attack over here was 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. You know what I mean? Like, we don't ever, we go to war, we go to war over there. But will the Chinese start attacking Kansas? For like, sure. how is that going to work? Red Dawn. Yeah. I mean, they already own a bunch of our farmland, so why wouldn't they come take it? In Red Dawn, the Russians went through uh, Cuba because the Cuban communists were the closest to us, so they came over here and attacked, for some reason, middle America. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that is the other thing I, I wonder, is if you go and attack China, you're attacking the Chinese military. If you come and attack, let's just say Florida, you have 70% of the citizens are armed with m- yeah. multiple weapons. Like, is that going to make it stronger for the uh, for the country, or is it just a bunch of yahoos firing off? Like, just let Anthony, land in East L.A. and try to take over there and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, no, good luck. They got more Uzis than I've ever yeah. seen uh, in a movie. So what happens there? You know what well, I mean? Yeah, but it also, it's not a coordinated effort, and they're not trained or anything like that. I mean, it could be. Oh, I know. I, I know. I Listen, you put up the Chinese military against a bunch of Crips. I think the Chinese military wins. Maybe. But you I, never know. But yeah. I'm if just the saying. the Crips are like, hey, listen, yeah. we got to get organized and get ready to go. Yeah, I'm just saying they don't. You don't know, like, have you ever invaded a place? Like, what what happens when we went into uh, Afghanistan? All of a sudden, you had the Afghan army and the Taliban and the uh, the Huskamites and all mm-hmm. these other people who are, are uh, just factions that live in mountains and they yeah. do gun drills and they're like, all right. And you well, don't know yeah. who's on your side and who's not, and so it's going to get interesting. By the way, for those of you googling, I made up Huskamites. So <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. I was like, yeah, if you, if you Google it, it's not going to come up. And yeah. you're like, how does he know about the Huskamites? Well, the guys at Davos say that the next big attack won't be any military you know, show of force. It'll be it'll a be shutdown a, of yeah, the cyber, system. It'll be a, they'll shut down the banking system, then they'll shut down the water supply. That is, uh, yeah, water. Yeah, so. It was very clear some 10 years ago when New York City's power grid went down how much that will cripple. Oh, and yeah. that was just somebody going, just see if you can do it for five minutes yeah. and then shut it off. And that was them doing it, testing it, and going, all right, we got it now. That is, that can be very bad. Just think of how annoyed you are when your Wi-Fi goes out in your house for a half hour. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like make just thinking of something of, buffers for yeah, like three yeah. seconds. You're, You're like, like, what? Yeah. Come on, Chinese. Yeah. But if I was China, all you do is you wipe out people's ability to communicate. Then you are you fly in your troops with a bunch of American flags. People will have no idea what's going on, no way to communicate with each other. Then you have a bunch of yahoos shooting each other because they don't know what's going on. It would be very simple. Listen, mm. I'm going like the purge. Walls up yeah. and just staying here. The other day, in fact, we'll probably be in this room. The other day, I was uh, throwing out. I have this little area that's my storm emergency area. I have a bunch of backup uh, little mini generators and stuff, and uh, power not generators, but power hubs, you know. And I had them all charging in the same spot. So if the crap ever hits the fan, I just know where to go to get them all. And I was cleaning out that room because it got cluttered, and I started throwing away all these toys that Juliana has not played with for three Christmases. And I, I threw away, she had so many goddamn paint your Easter egg kits. I went, <laughs> she's never done this. We threw it away. 
And then I found a bunch of board games, Monopoly, Life, and I went, are we ever going to play these? And I went, yeah, oh hold on a second, though. We may actually play yeah, Absolutely, I love Once the Wi-Fi games. goes down, yeah. then oh, we got yeah, nothing else yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And then I watched uh, I Am Legend the other day, and because of that, I don't throw away DVDs either. Because then maybe one day we have to put yeah. the portable DVD player on for entertainment. <laughs> you you know, I, was saying me, this, but... I was saying in Spanish, uh, watching The Last of Us, uh, when you know we were younger and we'd watch all these different zombie things or apocalypse things, you were like, Oh man, that's crazy! But right now you're like, oh, that could happen. Yeah, that could happen like in a week or two. Yeah. yeah. Though nothing's worse than contagion when the woman is uh, infected and she comes knocking on the door and she's like, "Please, I need it for my daughter." My daughter, and you're like, "Huh?" Because at that point you're like, "I want to help the daughter, but I don't want to help this crazy blo- right? woman bleeding from her eyeballs." That's one of the uh, great lines in uh, Last of Us is whenever they're first leaving, whenever the stuff's happening, there's a, a family on the side of the road and it's a mother and father and a kid. And the guy's brother goes, we got to stop. He, they've got a kid. And he goes, so do we. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm not messing around. Oof, that's got to be such a hard decision to make. But, yeah, look, I don't I don't know that it happens in our lifetime or in uh, our kid's lifetime. But that that's coming. Oh, nothing sure. seems to be slowing down. Mm-hmm. Nobody seems to be getting along more. It's just going to get worse and worse. Yeah, and then all those little fat Korean guys going to step up and be like, I want to be on a, on a strong <laughs> side. And we're going to have problems. You, uh, this whole the whole Taiwan thing is what's really going to get China oh, all pissed off at us. A uh, lengthy manhunt in Oregon ended Tuesday evening after authorities arrested a suspect who they warned was extremely dangerous. Uh, he later died in the hospital. Benjamin Foster, 36 years old, a convicted felon who was wanted for the recent kidnapping, torture, and attempted murder of a woman, is now dead following an hours-long standoff with the police. Well, that's he, good. he was under somebody's crawl space. Ooh. He was like in their crawl space and wouldn't come out. Ooh, could yeah. you imagine finding out that there's some rapist murder guy in your crawl space oh or in God. your attic or something? No, that was my chance. That was my chance to get him to shoot somebody. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I was. Well, I'm convinced, Calvin. You're the dog guy. I was out walking the dogs last night, and Hazel, my younger dog, keeps digging in the same spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm like, you know, she's just a puppy and she's playful. But last night, Mabel, the old wise one, she went out to the same spot and was kind of like sniffing around. And I thought, what if something's under there? There could be. Like some fairy there or some animal that was there and died or something. Or dogs just like whenever there's a spot that's already kind of dug, they go, oh, let me investigate. I don't know. Mabel walked by and she was like, she looked at it and she went over to it and smelled it. And I went, oh, man. What if I other. find out that they buried a cemetery over here like poltergeist? <laughs> probably. <laughs> that's that's where is. Joe is peeing in the backyard. Probably. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that could be Joe, They're like, on. what kind of weird animal is marking this spot over here? Yeah. The good thing is, though, I read a story. I read a thing online and a story that said, uh, Urine, human urine, is a number one snake detractor. Snakes can smell human urine, and they don't like to go anywhere near it. So You're welcome, Michael. Yeah. yeah, I go out there too, Jordan. I make a perimeter. See, too much Michael. To make sure. You know, you can do that with uh, peppermint. Peppermint. That's right. Yes. Moth falls. Yeah. Hey, peppermint. No. Hey, but Carmen, where do I get peppermint? You know where I got urine? I got it. Yeah, yeah, right now. But at least your house wouldn't smell like urine. It yeah. would smell <laughs> like a mint. Yeah. Well, like Christmas. Yeah. If you the have your choice. Yeah. <laughs> or just eat a bunch of peppermints and go out there and pee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really weird. The home sending system does not give urine as a choice. <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, former President uh, Donald Trump vows to stop gender affirming care for minors if reelected as president. Trump said he would also push schools to, quote, promote positive, uh, positive education about the nuclear family and the roles of mothers and fathers. Uh, here is uh, some of the video uh, that he put out Who's on social media. Uh, former President Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah, oh, take a listen. Here we go. He's so quiet. The left-wing gender insanity being pushed on our children is an act of child abuse. Very simple. Here's my plan to stop the chemical, physical, and emotional mutilation of our youth. On day one, I will revoke Joe Biden's cruel policies on so-called gender-affirming care. Ridiculous. A process that includes giving kids puberty blockers, mutating their physical appearance, and ultimately performing surgery on minor children. Can you believe this? I will sign a new executive order instructing every federal agency to cease all programs that promote the concept of sex and gender transition at any age. I will then ask Congress to permanently stop federal taxpayer dollars from being used to promote or pay for these procedures and pass a law prohibiting child sexual mutilation in all 50 states. It'll go very quickly. 
I will declare that any hospital or healthcare provider that participates in the chemical or physical mutilation of minor youth will no longer meet federal health and safety standards for Medicaid and Medicare and will be terminated from the program immediately. Furthermore, I will support... You Uh, you can stop it there, Carmen. Yeah, so you get the gist of it. But I got to tell you, I think it's crazy whenever, uh, you know, kids six years old and they're like, I'm this gender, I'm this gender, and they're going to give them drugs to stop. I mean, that's intense. There's been a there's been a lot of kids that said, I'm a dog or I'm a horse. You're not going to give them dog and horse pills. For some reason, when I was a kid and and I'm talking about in the molestation era before my parents were married, (laughs) I thought I remember saying it to my Uncle John. I said. When I grow up, I'm going to be a girl. And and he was like, what? And I go, when I grow up, I'm going to be a girl. And he's like, no, you're not. And I went, you know, I'm not. I'm going to be. Like, I was just confused. I was a kid. that didn't want to be a girl. Didn't feel like I was a woman. I was just a kid saying dumb stuff. So if you had a five-year-old that's going to be a girl, and they're like, all right, well, let's start melting this penis. You know, you're like, oh, it's like, I believe that you can't do anything with a kid till they're, in, till they're like 15, 16 if you have a 15 or 16-year-old in the entire... Like, it should right be now, 18. It should be... Yeah, it but should, Carmen, it right now, you, their choice. You, when you hang out with little gay kids or little kids that are like... Uh, not gay kids, but little kids that are... Well, let's say little gay kids. You, My wife is great. She's like, you know, little kid's gay. And I'm like, how do I know? I have no idea. She's done that a couple of times where she's like, uh, oh, that kid's adorable. You know he's gay. And I'm like, how, how would you know he's gay? And then he turns out to be gay. Yeah. Like, she's got gay radar big time. <laughs> so... um if you have somebody like that who at the young age starts saying, you know, I'm a girl, I'm a girl, I'm a girl, I think around high school age, if they're still doing it, then but in their head they have they have a gender issue. But they're still not fully developed to understand the consequences of their action because there has been people who went through that transition at a young age like that, like a 14, 15-year-old, and then they reach total puberty 21 22 and then they're like i wish i wouldn't have done that because yeah. i didn't know so that's why i, I mean think they c- should wait i think they should wait but i don't I, as far as having a surgery or something because like even when i tell my son when he wanted to get a tattoo what you think is cool now uh then all of a sudden you're getting tattoos that's going to last for the rest of your life but and you're going to be obviously it's a much different situation but what i'm saying is that if you feel one way, wait, grow it out, get through puberty, yeah. and if you want to do it, do it. I exactly. agree with you. The, the last thing to develop in uh, uh, people's brain is their mm-hmm. decision-making and yeah. stuff, yeah. which and is about you know, 21, 22 years old. That's why teenagers make bad decisions. They say 24. Yeah. But, well, it could be 24, yeah. Uh, but also, you don't want to be having them on hormone blockers whenever they're, you know, six, seven, eight years old, and then they realize, because there's people you that... You shouldn't are, do anything under 15 or There's so. people that have transitioned that are, you know, 40, and then yeah. three years later, they're like... Wait, what did I do? Or commit suicide? Yeah. Also, though, right. I'm not I'm not in the same thing as Trump, where I'm like I'm an outlaw and do all this. Yeah. I, I think that there should be more parental consent. The well, fact that they're taking that parental consent away and allowing children to just make that decision for themselves, I think, is irresponsible. But the thing, like, you can't buy alcohol until you're 21, yeah. but you're allowed to go on hormone blockers at 14. I'm so, you can't get a tattoo until you're 18 without your parents' consent. I just think 18. Once you're an adult, then you can start making those decisions, and then you can sign off on all those drugs Here, and whatever you want to do to your own body. Here's the, why I agree with you, Carmen. Because when Danielle Mazzola and I broke up when we were 16 years old, I was so sad I almost joined the Navy. Yeah. Because the Navy was there recruiting <laughs> at school one day. Can you imagine if that would have been my life? And if you, were, you make decisions based on emotions and, you know. And think about this. And think about if joining the Navy, that was something your parents could have wrote off on. You're 16 and they want, and you were allowed to join and your dad's an ex-military man. And he was like, hey, if you want to do it and you're that, you know, all about it, I'm going to sign off on it. You know, and then a year later, you're like, why would you let me do that, dad? By you know, way, and now you're blaming way, them. If we're sticking with decisions we made when we were six years old, I'd be a tap dancer right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a dinosaur. Just so you know. I would love to see I that. I believe that's still going to happen one day. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Hold that open up. And throw a little salt on the floor. I'll we do should, a little soft shoe. We yeah. should do a talent show one day. Uh, That'd be great. Listen, tap I can tap dance, but at the time, I thought you it would be a great dance. Idea. I'll play the accordion. All things uh, we did when we were little. I saw Sammy Davis Jr. and uh, Gregory Hines, and I was like, oh, that's it, man. I'm going to do a little tap dance. That was your motivation to be yeah. a tap dancer? Yeah. Greg, Gregory Hines? Yeah. You wanted to tell? You wanted to tap, stop, tell jokes, and then tap again? Yeah. Sure. Hilarious. <laughs> 
the co-founders of Instagram are launching a new app called Artifact, which is a personalized news feed that uses machine learning to understand your interest. It isn't just a news feed, though. They say there's social elements with it, too. It sound, I love these because they always sound awesome, and then you cut to 10 years, and it's the AI that learned your personality right. so well. It just takes over everything that you do, and then you're just... Sorry, you know, the AI yeah. on my phone is so good that it can. if I just put my thumb on it, it'll write a text to me. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. So um, I, 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 we always fear what's going to happen, but I, if we stop for two seconds and think about all the good stuff, no, I, I think agree. we get more excited. The scary part isn't the AI. It's what happens to everybody when they no longer have a job, and then you really are dependent on either the government or some billionaire to fund your life after that. What do you mean you don't have a job? What do you mean? Like, do you, the, like, like we are probably in the safer area because we are content-based, where it's human-based content right. while we're providing. Right, there's but, a lot of people that are factory yeah, workers that are like... Drivers. Oh, oh I, I know you mean. You okay. know what I mean? Factory workers. Yeah. You shouldn't have factory workers. By I, the way, let me tell you factory why. workers, but also just like, I mean, they have the self-checkout now, and then yeah. they have the bartender mm-hmm. that's on the cruise that's yeah. a robot. I mean, they're eventually going to replace service industry, yeah. factory Doctors, stuff, like all kind of different stuff. Lawyers. Stuff that's uh, like welding or anything yeah. like that. Dangerous stuff going underneath yeah. the water. Yeah. Doing, you know, They already the f- have like the sushi restaurants with where they put the plates on the little train, train yeah, that goes yeah. around. You don't need servers there. The but fact that a factory can work 24 hours a day in the dark yeah. to yeah, do yeah. the work is, is, it's is future. great. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I, I don't want to take jobs away from people, but if you can do it, that like efficiently it. you can buy things cheaper yeah well so they say you know they say the conspiracy theory is that's why you see these huge decline in birth rates and then they'll tell you that that's why they need to bring in the robots or is it the other way around you know so what do you mean decline in birth rates and on the people oh, around the world yeah the oh. birth rates are declining incredibly yeah. rapidly and no one can really explain oh, why but, maybe oh, the plastics and all of our food I'll get and, it on that. Oh, oh, uh, yeah it's, um, the main reason it's more cost effective though oh, and, uh, not only more cost effective but once once one one company does it, it yeah. just opens the well, door it, for but all. It, but it also happened to this industry as well, because when I first got in radio, there was a hundred people in the building. Now there's like ten people in the building. Yeah, yeah. that's true. There's yeah. voice track and all the all the all the voice all the voices you hear on the radio that are not live talk are pre recorded voice tracks from other areas. We've got people sure. in our own building that are doing shows in Orlando and Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, I was there. Driving down Hay yeah. Ashbury in San Francisco listening to the big rig and the rock station yeah. in San Francisco. I was like, whoa. Ten years ago on? those were those people were in Jacksonville and Orlando and you didn't have one person doing voice tracking six stations in a closet. Yeah. But somehow good. this company won't put this show on other yeah. stations. Right, right. But I'm saying like it it, it also has happened yeah, in this industry. Right. There's a, like a fraction of the amount of people that it used to take. Uh, the good thing about it, though, is with the factories, whenever they go all automated like that, they save so much money from having to pay the factory workers and stuff that the uh, the stuff that they make is so much cheaper for us. Right? No? They yeah. keep all that money. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. And that's not true. Do? I mean, you, we're buying stuff mostly from China now because of that, because their labor is so cheap. I mean, we get that kind of stuff cheap. But you talk about uh, making cars here and stuff. I mean, those, the, the the robots are pretty much <laughs> making all the cars. Have you seen cheaper cars? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, because uh, you know our country has some of the best you know laws that help with people being safe with FEMA and all that, and with the environment. And other places don't uh, use any of that stuff. But what what are what do we do at that point? Because they have Chat GPT. They learn our personalities. Like Geo said, they have that AI where you can mimic people's voices now to a T. So yeah. you get somebody to mimic your voice. It knows your personality because of this new software and then How we're, done. we're out of a job there's a video today of um the de-aging process in the movie now remember when they did that with de niro and that so movie and it looked bad. terrible so bad but have you seen the new one with tom yeah, hanks it's really good it's pretty it's yeah. really good is he looks it? like young yeah. forrest gump it's funny because whenever they had yoda jumping around i was like this is terrible and then whenever they had uh what was the uh the yeah, i heard you paint houses oh I, I gotta tell you i thought yoda jumping around was great when that when you watch it and you're like, how is Yoda going to fight this guy? And then Yoda went crazy. You're like, oh, yeah. my God. It was, yeah, but it looked very fast. Yeah, it, but it also was, very, it was 20 years ago. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. Whenever they first started doing that stuff. <clears throat> but what was the, the uh, Irishman? The Irishman. Yeah, that was so bad. Not only was it bad, but it was also bad because you already know that De Niro is old. Well, like, you know what he looks like. Here's you know what I'm thinking. Old, it just didn't work. Tom Hanks in this one looks so good and so young that. Uh, in 10 more years, it's going to be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. oh I'm so, sure, yeah. So here's my thing. I want to make a new 
Back to the Future movie, and I got poor Michael J. Fox is so Parkinson down he can never be in it. No, I mean seriously, you said yeah. poor guy. Well- Trying to do an interview, well, I can I can now use AI to put Michael Michael J. Fox in. They did that in the Star Wars movies in uh, Rogue yeah. One. They had the guy that would played uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, yeah, dude. completely one hundred percent digital in the movie. That's and same insane. thing, yeah, they, and, that's what they're doing. And they can do that live on set. That's the new technology where they use yeah. it's not green screens; it's like gray screens or whatever. And they have the AI that tilts it just they right. Put, yeah, they put all, they also put a, a young Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian episode. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the video the other day of the guy that had the water from the beach, the water coming up? I did see and that. And it was all fake. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's moving away from it and stuff. It looks so. That's real. why I can't tell whenever you send me UFO videos. I like we yeah. can't, we can't tell what's real and what's not. Every video has got a giant great white shark <laughs> yeah. under somebody's <laughs> rowboat. You know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. After I saw twenty-year-old Mark Hamill yeah. with Baby Yoda, yeah. I believe nothing from here on out. Hey, uh, I, I just. Uh, saw this yesterday uh gabe hobbs who is a, a longtime uh, radio program uh programmer here he uh posted a picture of what was the wfla dream team when i first started here in radio in 1992 and this is before me but this was uh al gardner lionel jay marvin jack harris ted webb mark larson and rush limbaugh who i mean this was when fla was the number one station in town from mornings till afternoons with Rush Limbaugh in the day, in the midday. And uh, I didn't know why he posted the picture, just an old picture, and I uh, found out that Jay Marvin, who uh, worked here for a long time, passed away. So uh, I know that probably doesn't mean anything to you guys because you weren't here at the time, but Jay Marvin was a uh, big deal around the time Lionel was here and all those guys. So uh, condolences to his friends and family. I know a lot of people uh, were big fans of his in this area before he left and uh, worked with him over in that building. So... I was unaware that he had passed away yesterday when I saw the picture, but that was, but that was something. You look at all those, all those guys together. It's just right what you're saying, Joe. Yeah, this was in the morning. You had Al Gardner, who was a local morning show host on FLA, that went into Mark Larson, who was the mid morning host, then into Rush Limbaugh, who was coming in from New York or wherever he was at the time. Then uh, uh, I believe it was. Uh, Lionel in the afternoon, then Jay Marvin, then you had, but you had Ted Webb doing sports. You had a sports guy, a dedicated yeah. sports guy, and then Jack Harris, who was the Johnny Carson of of Tampa Bay, the rock station that I first started on back in two thousand whatever or two thousand eight or whatever. It had like twelve people on yeah. staff. Yeah, now there's zero people. It's all voice track from out of market. When we did, when we went to ninety eight rock, we were doing mornings. Ted Kamikaze did middays. Scott Ledger did afternoons. Uh, I don't remember who did nights, but there was like, remember Austin Keys used yeah. to do nights? And then there was an, Todd T. Riley did overnights. I mean, there was an overnight. <laughs> yeah, you literally yeah. had somebody That's, on from midnight to six. That's how I started. Yeah. yeah. It was overnights. Now there's probably two people that work there physically in the building. If yeah. that. But I think we realized over time when it comes to music radio, yeah. you don't need to have, like, the, 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 I remember I took a communications class and they asked why is why is the radio announcer so important? And I was like, to give out the time? I don't know. I didn't know. Like, nobody really can. And the guy said, it's a psychological thing. People want to know that there's somebody else on the other side. They want to know that there's somebody there. They want to know if there's an emergency, somebody on there will tell them. They want to know that, that somebody's giving them uh, an answer to what they want to hear. More social animals. But also, yeah. at, at one point early on, those... DJs were actually picking the music and yeah, playing, and yeah, was, yeah. they, you know, depending but on what person never, was on, you would get a different mm-hmm. style of music, and like they would, you, right. they would play what they I never like. got to work in that era. No, of I music. never did either. But you, you picked the hour was picked for you by somebody else. It was usually the same hour as the day before, except in different orders. Yeah, and you had to pull. It started for me on carts, uh, then it was uh, CDs, and then everything moved to the computer. Do you remember when we used to do the children's home auction weekend? Mike Olivero used to spearhead this whole thing. We'd have, he'd collect memorabilia the whole weekend. I mean, the whole year, and then a weekend he put it in display in the in the lobby, and people would get to come up and bid on it. And you can call up the radio station and be like, "I have here's my credit card number. I have twenty dollars. I want to hear you guys play Michael Jackson's Beat It on the Rock Station." And we would play it for the whole weekend. Except at that time, there was no Spotify or any of that stuff, so we'd have to take all their orders, run over to the record store. Borrow the music from them, come back, play it, then bring it back, get more music. What a pain yeah. in the ass that was. Now you just go on Spotify and you're like, boop, got it all right there. Yeah, but I think that's the problem is that uh, as far as the radio stations go, 
music became available on between iPods and then the streaming and all that stuff. It became available everywhere, and people were like, we don't need, I yeah. don't need a radio guy to tell me what to play. So now I can understand why the radio stations would pull back on that stuff because it's unnecessary. Yeah. It's but now a, that they're doing that all across the globe yeah, with everything, so what do we do? wipe it all out. So, like, what do we do? You like, go back to being a farmer. I mean, well, you can't do that. And then now, I mean, don't even get me started on the water wars, man. Companies are buying up water resources around the Colorado world. Yeah. And, so, yeah. oh, again, what what is our next step logically? Man, man you are doom and gloom. It's not doom and gloom. I mean, it's it's legit. It's the news. If Spanish didn't say conspiracy when he talked, he'd basically be just reporting the news. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot of the stuff you say, you're like, well, it's a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a theory. Yeah. It's a theory. Conspiracy implies that you're for some reason that you're crazy. Right, right. Stuff the is truth happening. is it's right. in the news. This I read the, I read the water yeah. story too. Uh, a 22 year old girls basketball coach in Virginia <laughs> was caught. Oh, I bet this is going to end good. <laughs> was caught impersonating a 13 year old player <laughs> yeah, in yeah. a game. Yes, yeah. uh, we have a picture. Was she Asian? We have a picture on Bone no, TV. No. Uh, after word got out, the school fired the coaches, and the uh, team has opted out of the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's hilarious. Right? Isn't that crazy? She's did a 22 year old basketball coach. And did you watch the video? No, I she didn't was, see. There is one. Just dunking on people? Oh, well, there was that one point. She literally did a little uh, LeBron James, like, um, stop, where she just, like, came up behind one of the players about to do a layup, and she just batted it across the gym. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you love to do that one game, though? Like, my daughter's a cheerleader, so when I go watch the her do cheerleading during a basketball game, I'm like, man, I just go out there and swat that ball from all these little kids. <laughs> It'd be the only time I was ever good at basketball. Yes. Uh, do you remember yesterday's story? We talked about uh, German prosecutors claimed a woman faked her own death by killing a lookalike. Oh, yes. yeah. What do you think the woman in the lookalike looked like? Do you think they were good looking? Oh, it was yeah. a good looking oh. woman, and she was like, I found another good looking woman. I'm going to kill her. Or do you think it was a beast? Like, I don't want to go full hot or not with this, but right. just, what, yeah. do you, okay, okay. what do you think? Well, Whatever I told you the story, were you like, Beast. I, I thought beast. You thought beast? I did. I thought average. I'm going to think beast, and they look nothing alike. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the problem, is if you're actually a beast, yeah. and you got to go find a beast, or even if you're a beast and you're like, well, I don't look that bad. I look more like this person. <laughs> you know, here's the thing, whatever. Uh, go ahead and take a look at the pictures. Oh, oh my wow. God. Oh, damn. Yeah. So the one on the right uh, is the victim. The one on the left is the perpetrator. God, damn. Yeah, they're both smoke shows, and she knows that she's a smoke show because oh. she picked another uh, smoke show. The one show. on the right is much prettier. Yeah. yeah she's I, dead, I, though? I tell you, my wife, I'm glad my wife didn't know either one of them because she could also be a little looking yeah. like them. I mean, dark hair. So the and one what on the did right she do? Why, why did she kill him? Uh, to to fake her own death. Ah, from who though? Did she get money? Yeah, or? Did, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't okay. go in uh, depth with it. But yeah, how crazy is that? That's bananas. I can't believe they're <laughs> both gorgeous. So if I want to, if I want to disappear, <laughs> yeah. If I want to disappear, I just get another fat guy, put him in this house, uh -huh. set the house on fire. Nope. And everybody just yeah. assumes that yeah. that guy was me. You got to put your. You got to have somehow teeth, your my teeth. Yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, and then burn your fingerprints off so they can never find you. You. Yeah, when men in black. You have to pull some of your teeth and throw it in there. But yeah. also DNA. I mean, they can cut it. That's get in, true. You know, if there's blood, it depends on what you do to the body. Yeah. And also, you can't have the body dead before the fire because they won't have smoke in the lungs. But are they going to do? Stuff. Are they going to do an autopsy if it just yeah. looks like me? If I get a six foot two, uh, three hundred pound guy and just let him melt in the middle of the they room, better they gotta... melt though. That's the thing is if they don't melt all the no. way. Oh, I'll stay and watch. You know, yeah. If there's like like Galvin said, lungs left. Plus, you got tell. Detective Amanda that's going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think she's the one that kills me. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to say he was always playing with his pizza oven. It makes sense. Right. The house burned down. Right, 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 right. It was probably a lava lamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, I'm somewhere in Mexico yeah. just loving life. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, I do have a hot or not oh, for you guys. Oh. Yeah, we've had a lot of hot or nots, I got to tell you. Uh, an Iowa woman was charged with allegedly scamming $37,000 from donors by lying that she had pancreatic oh, cancer and a tumor the size of a football on her spine. Madison Marie Russo, who is 19 years old, was arrested on January 23rd after medical professionals reported that she was faking stage two cancer, uh, pointing out the irregularities of uh, cords and tubes in her chemo TikTok videos. Uh, police found Russo's fake stash of medical supplies and wigs in her apartment. Medical records so showed that Russo 
never received cancer treatments. Uh, she has been charged with theft by means of deception and could face up to 10 years in jail. So she is 19 years old. She's from Iowa. She is faking cancer, pancreatic cancer, and uh, scammed $37,000 uh, from donors. Mike Kelta, I ask you, hot or not? Gallon, I have to recuse myself from this saw contest it? because I did read the story and right. saw it. Yeah. Uh, GL? I'm going to say football spine. <laughs> oh, what a horrible person. I think she's hot. You say she's hot? Yeah. Spanish, what do you got? I also think she's crazy and hot. Yeah. Uh, Carmen, what do you think? Cuckoo. Not hot. Not hot. All right. Spanish and Gio say hot. Carmen says not hot. Mike is out because he saw the picture. Joe, show the picture, please. That's a hot. Oh, that's yeah, a hot. that's a hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, look at that smile in her cancer photo. Jeez. <laughs> By the way, if you click through, yeah, like she's trying to look all cancery there. If you click through the photos, Ooh. like there's her mugshot. She looks better. Mugshot. Yeah. And then there's a couple, I think, from her, like social media where she looks pretty good. Come on, Joe. They should be able to inject her with cancer. Yeah, oh, right? Yeah. As That's a punishment. Great idea. That is yeah. like, I know you can't really and, do that, but... Something or make like, her oh. go volunteer for the yeah. next 10 years at a cancer thing for teenage yeah. girls. Or, yeah. or just take, pick her bones clean, like yes. her marrow, yep. her yeah. blood, or this or that, whatever any cancer patients need yep. or anything. Yeah, Go work that's in a cancer a hospital yeah. for a, a month yep. and that's, see how much of a piece of yep, garbage yeah. you and are. And you have to apologize to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Come and and by the way, they totally can inject you with cancer. Yeah, uh, we, have the, uh, <laughs> we have the important questions going on. What do you call the two outermost pieces on a loaf of bread that are all crushed? The what butt. Do, you call it the butt. The ends. The ends. Yeah. Uh, no, there's another word we used to. Ends is what I always say, but there's something else we used to call it. The, I can tell you what I used to what? always call it. Heel. Oh, no. I heel. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. We, if anything, we'd say the butt, but uh, it's only because I have kids. The rind. <laughs> the rind? Real? Yeah. yeah. That's what I think. What is the name for it? There's been a big debate going on on Reddit. The most common answers are heel, which is what I call it, or end piece. End piece. Uh, I think that's what it, yeah. the end piece. But some people call it end bread, the end slice, end the butt, yeah. uh, crust, or crust end. Not what this guy said. Rind, not, yeah. yeah, not the rind. I don't. Um, I don't mind that piece of bread. I always call it yeah. the heel. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think you go past it, whatever. But if it comes down to it, you're like, all right. I'll it's yeah. the best for toast. Yes. Whenever yeah. you toast it, because yes. you can get it crispy on both sides, and then it has a perfect little like, it's like a bowl. cup. Yeah. yeah. And right. you yeah. Like, yeah. Put yeah. extra yeah. peanut butter and yeah. honey in the center. Yeah. <laughs> you know what no. I'm obsessed with right now, which I'm going to eat during the break. Is I'm buying uh, cornbread muffin tops, you just the tops. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they, I went to the Publix bakery the other day, and they have a little little basket, little box of six muffin tops of cornbread. And I cornbread. Went, oh, this is good. Yeah. Uh, so I get uh, a big thing of Quest meal replacement powder, you know, and I usually get chocolate. Dif- different than cornbread. <laughs> I usually get chocolate, but then I got peanut butter because I had been putting peanut butter in with it, whatever. And I'm like, oh, they have a peanut butter flavor. I'll just use that chocolate and peanut butter put it together. Delicious. Yum yum yum. Throw some blueberries in there. Oh, Love it. Damn. Well, I was running out of my chocolate, so I went to my Amazon to reorder, and I just hit the reorder thing. I reordered peanut butter. So now I have two full things of peanut butter, <laughs> but I don't like just peanut butter. Yeah. I want peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. So I went reverse. Instead of putting peanut butter in my chocolate, I'm putting chocolate in my peanut butter. I found uh, they have sugar-free Nutella. Yeah. It's like oh. a, you know, it's like a whatever, natural something, whatever, but there's no sugar in it. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll order that, and then I'll be able to use it. The jar came. It's about the size of my car keys. <laughs> it's like that big. Enjoy like, it. Yeah, I go, okay, so that's one shake, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a little bit bigger, but it's definitely not as big. I thought it was going to be the size of a regular peanut butter jar, but it, it really least. it really is At like, least. I don't know, maybe about uh, four inches tall. That's I was like, so kind of. Try and get a spoon in there. I'm like, have to get a smaller spoon. Use my finger. Uh, have you guys seen the uh, uh, 100 envelope challenge uh, videos that are on oh, TikTok? No. Yeah. no. So the idea is uh, the first day you put $1 in an envelope. The second day you put $2 in there. And you keep on going all the way up to 100 on the 100th day. And they say by the end you'll have $5,050 after 100 days. One, two. All right. Three. It says saying you put one. One dollar in the first day. Yeah. Two dollars on the third, second day. Uh, Three dollars on the third day. And you just keep on going up in increments. Yeah. Right, up to a hundred dollars. What happens when you get, you, you're not, it's all your money. 
Yeah. So we're taking five thousand dollars out of the bank to put in envelopes. You just but they're saving saying your own this is a way for you to save yeah. and build up. You know, because you're not, it's not like you're going to miss $3 a day. Yeah. Or it's not like you're going to miss 15 But once you get up to 50, 50 51 yeah, 50, yeah. you're putting $50 a, every, you know, yeah. that day, 51 That's yeah. a couple hundred bucks a week you have towards yeah. the end. Right. That's insane. Yeah. That's, That's just the, dumb. And anybody doing it on TikTok after that $5,000, they're like, I think I get my money but back. But see, if, if you did, if instead of doing it 100 days, a few years ago, a lot of people, what people were doing it, they were just doing it for the year. And then at the end of the year, they had like vacation money. And it's, yeah. a, and it's really for people who like work in the service industry who have like cash yes. and stuff like yeah. that who doesn't have like a pay that's you know? a great idea if you get if you're leaving with a handful of cash every day right and you could pull but i mean even if you're a waiter you're not getting you know you work a shift at perkins for eight hours and you're only making sixty dollars you're putting 50 of that away how are you surviving on the other yeah. ten dollars yeah. good luck in october for whatever yeah. you're putting 200 yeah. some dollars a day <laughs> yeah. yeah that's well, just yeah. dumb i don't i don't what i do like is um you want to save some money without really feeling it i use an app called acorns and Acorns takes roundups. So if I go to the store and I send and I spend, uh, you know, 90 cents, it takes that dime and it puts that dime into a savings account. So it evens everything out to a dollar. Uh, I have it set up to where my roundups equal five dollars and they ship five dollars over. But is but it? Is don't, it they, sorry, don't they invest it? Yeah. That yeah. Was my take question. It and they yeah, you it. said savings, but they I'm actually sorry, invest they it. take it and they and they invest the money. You don't make any money off the investments. It's just a glorified savings account. Carmen, I'm, I have the I'm, same thing. And my investments go nowhere. Oh, then you're you have your thing set up wrong. Well lately, I mean, no, in in her defense, lately everybody's yeah. investments are going nowhere. That's, yeah. That's the problem, but but I mean it uh if I had the money, even if I took it first of all, if I left it in my savings account, I mean in my checking account. And didn't round it up. It would just be there to spend on dumb stuff like I do now. Now it takes it out and it puts it away. And I don't see it. So I don't think about it. And over the last couple of years, I have, you know, a lot of money in there. And that money, I could see where they've invested it and where I've gained and where I've lost money. And so you can actually see what's going on. I started it for my daughter when she was born. And I started putting money away from her. Now that they say by the time she's thirty, she's going to have you yeah. know half a million dollars. That'd be nice. Yeah. So, but that's the thing is that uh, you're not going to get rich off of it. Well, you could, depending on what you put in. But also, Carmen, every once in a while, I'll dump a hundred dollars in there just to give right. it another little boost. And it's money like say say we get paid on a on a Friday, and uh, you have you got this you know oh we got a big paycheck today or whatever. Just take a hundred dollars and put it in there, and you don't even think about it yeah. anymore. And you and you don't have access to pull it out whenever you want. So. Uh, you know, and the same thing with with uh, stocks. I have those reoccurring investments where when I get paid, it just yeah. takes out of my paycheck. I never see it, and it already goes in there. So even if I'm not like, oh, I'm going to buy fifty shares or something today, I'm gradually buying a share or two here and there uh, of Amazon or Apple or something without even paying attention to it. Yeah, I have uh, my uh, stuff going in my four hundred one k. I have it the maximum that they can take out. And I got to tell you, just over two years ago, I was doing crazy. I know. Yeah, I mean, real. that's the thing. What you look happened, at it at one what point, happened just yeah. over two years oh, ago? My God. <laughs> oh, you look at it at one point, and you're like, oh, I could probably retire yeah. when I'm 55. And then you're 51, and you're like, I probably got to work till I'm 80. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were talking about different days and stuff. Did you know that the end of this year, the last day of the year, will be 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3? What? Oh, oh that's pretty cool. Think of it, 12. Yeah. 3, 31, 23. I like it. 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, yeah. 3. Yeah. It's a sign, divine math. Uh, we had talked about this before that it was coming up, but today is National Change Your Password Day. <laughs> so make sure I you gotta change do it. that. Password yeah. one, two, three, four. <laughs> I'm going to throw yes. four on there. I love it. I just have to Dollar reset sign. my password. <laughs> like every time I go to use an app that I haven't been on in two days, <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. have to reset it. <laughs> I feel like every day is reset my password yeah. day. Yeah. I can never remember my Apple ID for, to save my life. You know what's so funny? So uh, when we had to go and re Reset stuff and do different passwords and stuff and all that. Well, uh, Cernak told me, and it was a great idea that I never really thought of before. Uh, use a phrase. You can Ooh, use like a, so yeah. a short song lyric or a, something out of a movie or whatever that you're not going to forget. Use a phrase and then just throw a couple numbers on there. Or I, I love my, that. My password shot through the heart and you're to blame. Oh, yeah. And it's two. You're yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and then my other password's oh, 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 I'm still alive. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Mine is whoa, living up. <laughs> Did you see the video? You probably didn't see it, but at the Eagles game, uh, they played "Living on a Prayer," and John Bon Jovi's oldest son videotaped himself in the crowd singing the song. Uh, and cool. I thought, what a 
what a feeling that must be. My dad did this. My dad. Yeah. And the whole stadium is singing the song. Yeah. You're like, yep, that's my dad. It's... And you, you can't even turn and tap the guy on the shoulder and be like, that's my dad because he's not nearly as good looking as his dad is. Oh, really? Oh, really? Uh, is yeah. he the one uh, who's dating Millie Bobby Brown? No, that's the middle, the one, the middle yeah. kid. Yeah. Is he the that one that's dating yeah. Scottie Scotty Pippen's ex-wife? Oh, man. How crazy is that? Jordan's son dating Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Is that so real? Weird. Oh, yeah. That's for, uh, for yeah. real, real. It's weird. What? Carmen said, I said, yeah, yeah it's real. Yeah, uh, like, it's real. Yeah, yeah bro. That's crazy. <laughs> like, you don't make the phone call and go, hey, man, that's not a good And then aren't the Jordan and Scotty at odds? They were talking oh, are they? crap after oh. the, the last dance came out. Yeah, there was a little bit. I think uh, Scotty put out a book. Yeah. There was a little something he was in there. Off of Jordan. Oh, you know, I think the whole thing with that, I mean, you saw in the last dance about Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen, if, listen, it, being on Jordan's team made him better. But Scottie Pippen was one of the greatest basketball players of all time, but he had Eddie Van Halen on his team. You know what I mean? Like You'll always be in yeah. Jordan's shadow. going to be in Jordan's shadow, yeah. absolutely. And he signed a deal when he was younger, and the owner even said, hey, don't sign that deal now, you know, that long-term deal. He signed a 10-year contract, whatever, and then three years later, basketball players were making so yeah. much money, yep. and Scottie Pippen is like the number three player in the league, and he's getting paid 225th or whatever. It was crazy. So hey, if, you, if you go to a team like that, the only way to stand out is like, uh, what's his face did? The Rodman. Worm. Rodman. Yeah. You, he was, Rodman was not a great shooter, but he was a great rebounder. That's so he, all they brought him in for. They was brought for him in to rebound. He accentuated what he did well, and then he came out with uh, purple hair and all that stuff, and you're like, nah, he, he made himself the superstar. <laughs> that was so great whenever he said he needed to go to Las Vegas. Yes. And the coach was in the like, playoffs. yeah, the coach was like, all right, well, we're going to let him go to Vegas. And Jordan was like, you know he's not coming back. <laughs> he goes to Vegas. He is not coming back. That's so what did funny. he do? Go dance in Vegas? Like, yeah. what, he didn't gamble do another let stuff, some steam sure, off you know, yeah. yeah but yeah that's so <laughs> so funny if you have not watched the last dance i've watched it probably five times yeah now, me too the whole series of last the dance is great you don't even have to like the bulls right. you just have to know that so time. interesting and i i watched the movie a little bit last night where uh which i had to shut it off because i know it would have been up all night just take a watch a half hour of Moneyball. Moneyball is such oh, a great movie great Moneyball's great uh, so we talked about it yesterday with Logan Paul in the UFC. Ugh. Is he fighting? Garbage. No. The UFC <laughs> and, and Prime, the sports drink brand founded by Logan Paul and KSI, who is a YouTuber guy, uh, announced the uh, multi-year global marketing partnership that forges an alliance between one of the most popular sports in the world and the fastest growing hydration company. Prime will become the official global sports drink of the UFC. I've never heard of Prime. I've never seen it anywhere. I don't know anything about it. I'm sure we will now. Yeah. My kids drink it all the time. Oh, they, really? Yeah, they think it's great. Nobody, I've never heard of it either. Is it just like a Gatorade? Basically or a Gatorade. Powerade, yeah. yeah. My son drinks body armor. My wife they drink drinks body too, yeah. armor. But I thought body armor was with UFC because I only see them drinking that in there. I'm but maybe, I guess it wasn't the official yeah. global drink. I guess the contract maybe ran out. That was such an awful build up we all were excited that logan paul was going to get in there and fight and it turned out it's just for stupid yeah. drink that they're doing and it's garbage it worked though perfect <laughs> marketing did. everybody was talking about it yeah uh did anybody see the video there was a video going around that showed a guy getting knocked down they're like oh tyson fury getting knocked out it was 100 percent not tyson fury the guy was in such better shape than tyson fury <laughs> but did you see tyson fury walking in uh with jake paul no you know obviously jake paul's fighting tommy fury his half brother and stuff uh, Tyson Fury walks in and Jake Paul's there. First off, the height disparage, uh, disparity is unbelievable because Tyson Fury is so giant and stuff. And he walks in and Jake Paul kind of goes, hey, and he goes, and he comes at him like he's going to punch him. Tyson Fury <laughs> does and then shakes his hand and stuff. But I, I was like, like I, well, I wouldn't like that at all. Oh, no. Tyson Fury is such a fun guy to watch. He's great. Yeah. Just, he's, a, he's your everyday champion. And he's oh, just yeah. a mess. Oh, there oh my it is, yeah. God, he's Look huge. Look how giant. Yeah. And Jake Paul's not a small guy. No, no. he's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, That's he is wild. Huge. Yeah. He's a big, big guy. I, I want to hate Jake Paul, but he was so nice when I went to that press conference. Oh, that, and I he mean, played along, too. He was such great. Such a sweet guy when he talks to him off the air. Yeah, I don't like his people, though. <laughs> Yes, people could be a little bit Because you didn't, get to, you didn't yeah. get to rub them. By the way, Tyson Fury, 6'9. Oh, my God. Yeah, 6'9. So, got a little bit of a reach. <laughs> you going to stand over there in the corner? I can still hit you. <laughs> uh, Dr. Phil is coming to an end after the current season, which Thank will God. conclude this spring. Uh, the show debuted in 2002, so it's been on for 21 years. Uh, Phil mm. says, quote, while I'm 
Well, moving on from daytime, there's so much more I wish to do. <laughs> he really, he really has an empire, though. Oh yeah, I mean, he he. I mean, is. he he better be kissing Oprah's ass every night. He should have an Oprah pillow of her ass and just kiss it. One hundred percent. I mean, without, without Oprah, we never hear from Doctor Phil. And then uh, the uh, bad baby should be thanking Doctor Phil. Yeah, because he made her a millionaire. Yeah, Doctor no Oz should be thanking Oprah. Yeah, I think a lot of those people do. I think a lot of those people know where it's uh, Gail, Gail King, all yeah. those people that are Rachel Oprah. Ray. Was she Oprah? Rachel Ray. Uh, the what's his name? The designer. Nate Burkus, like all these people who uh, were debuted on Oprah's show. Oh, you ever see any of the people that are on her list of her favorite things? They're like, we're a, a muffin company or whatever, and Oprah put us on her favorite things. We had five people working for us. Now we have 8,000 people working for us because we got $10 million in orders in one day. <laughs> and we were like, Duh! Oh, that's they said if Oprah put you on our book list, forget yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I mean, that's great. It's in, but it shows you how powerful she can be. She'll probably be president someday. Yeah. Uh, Showtime canceled Dexter New Blood after one season. Uh, yeah, they're allegedly considering a prequel series instead. That's that's better. That, that, that's better. What? Him as a kid. Uh, like yeah, killing animals because that's yeah. what he did. He didn't really start oh, yeah. killing people until later in life. So you just gotta have him as a teen. But how he right. developed as a serial killer and his father, who was the cop, having him do the stuff, whatever. I don't know. They may get into him killing bad people. The dark passenger. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, you don't know what the first the first kill was, and you know, show you that. And I don't know. I think that'd be pretty interesting. And I never even although watched they Dexter. did they, they did talk- flashback yeah. in uh, in regular Dexter and stuff and how. He was nervous and made mistakes and this uh, and that, and how he got so much better over the years. So, so much better killing people. Yeah. Uh, Giselle Bunchen will reportedly talk in depth about her split from Tom Brady in the upcoming Vanity Fair cover story. Cool. Oh, can't uh, wait. <laughs> Nobody uh, wants to hear about it? No. It'd be great if she's like, it just turned out he was homosexual. Oh. <laughs> like if she dropped some sort of bomb that we didn't know about. that you know? kid too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, I think, he not vegetarian. I think she was uh, again with the, the jiu-jitsu coach. I do too. Oh, by I the really way, do. you know, I think, you know, you see them now together. Like, what if there was just tension building up before and now they're together? But you know what really bugs me, man? That whole Jason Stakis, Harry Wilde. Styles, Olivia yeah. Wilde thing. I don't, I mean, like, I'm, if my wife said to me, like, I don't, uh, I don't love you anymore. I want to get divorced. It would, it would make me very sad. But if she said that and then she went out with Harry Styles, I would feel a thousand times worse, especially if it got to the point, like, there was a time where Olivia Wilde, as hot as she is, she said that she didn't think she was hot enough to date Jason Sudeikis. No. He was too good looking for she her. She got problems. And too good. Yeah. So she had mental issues. Now she went from having his kids. Like now you got to tell the kids, hey, kids, mom's banging your favorite uh, yeah. Backstreet Boy or whatever <laughs> that kid was. And and now, I mean, just that would make me feel, I would, I would, it would crush my soul. Because the story that was out yesterday said now that Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde, they have kids, so their uh, relationship's a lot better since she broke up with Harry Styles. But he was, she was cheating on him with Harry Styles. Mm. Oh, that would, that would just. I'd have to kill Harry Styles. Absolutely, I'd have to kill everybody. Sorry, Harry Styles, you gotta die. <laughs> yeah, Harry Styles looks like a little boy to me. He does. I don't understand unless you got a little fetish for that. I don't understand how women, a woman like Olivia Wilde. Hooks up with that. He looks like a little boy. Mental problems is what I think. What she is just Olivia Wilde? She's got to be forty, yeah. right? At least. But uh, I feel the same way about you. I feel like sometimes older women who like you don't hate on the older women that like me. I don't hate them. I just don't <laughs> understand. I think is it a fetish thing? Is it I'm going to protect this kid and take care of him and bang him at the same time? I think it's a little they want to dip into a youth part of their past that maybe they wish they could relive. And yeah. it makes them feel vibrant and alive and youthful again. Uh, <laughs> she is 38. He is 29. Yeah. Oh, that's not so bad. Uh, it seems years, worse. But he looks more like a kid. And I find him to be one of the uglier of all that that group of I don't. I think I he's. I think he's. He's got a sex appeal about him. I'll tell you what they should do if they're going to make a Rolling Stones biopic. They need to do it now and have him play Mick Jagger. Because if oh, you've yeah. ever seen any young Mick yeah. Jagger uh, photos, he looks exactly. Harry Styles looks exactly like him. Well, he's got a great. He does have such a great voice. You know, I don't. I don't even know about his voice. He's got good songs. He's he does. A good dancer. He does have a good voice because. Uh. I saw him when he was on uh, Stern, and he did uh, Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, yeah, oh, by Peter yeah. Gabriel. He did, he did it great. Yeah. Sounded great. And uh, I've tried to sing that. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that song. And I was like, oh, maybe we go do karaoke. I'll do Sledgehammer. And I tried to sing, and I was like, oh. no, nope, maybe. 
Maybe something I, else. I know a girl who made sweet love to him twice. And Peter Gabriel? Uh, uh, no, no. Uh, Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. And does that girl watch him on TV and we're like, I banged him. Yeah. I, know, I, know what totally. people, I know what his people look like. I and did she's cute, too. but she's not all that. Like, she's not Olivia Wilde. Did she say it was magical? Or? I, didn't, I don't know the details. Just know the facts. Man. Just know the How fact. bad is that if you get to bang some famous guy, you're a girl, and you get to bang some famous guy, and he's terrible? Right? Yeah. 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 That was a oh, I would. Im- I'd imagine a lot of chicks say that about me. <laughs> Yeah, I was saying like some famous guy. I know, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> famous, like a girl from Largo thinks I'm famous. Yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin was officially charged with involuntary manslaughter. Mm. I'm confused. Okay. Why? Because I thought he wasn't, I thought he was found not guilty, and then now they're charging him. Wouldn't the no, last they, thing? They didn't they find anybody guilty. Yet. Yeah, they, they said they were going to charge him gotcha. with uh, man, uh, involuntary manslaughter, and then. It wasn't happening or it was happening it happened. Okay. Yeah. Like, so now he's charge. officially been okay. charged with involuntary manslaughter. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. Which so, is I mean, the this, crime. Is, this will go on for years. Yeah. You know, and whether anything happens, who knows? We'll see. Uh, someone else who's been charged, uh, indigenous actor Nathan Chasing Horse, who played Smiles a lot in Dancing with Wolves. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested on sex abuse charges spanning two decades. Oh, no. Smiles Oof. a lot. Yeah, no wonder why he's smiling. He's going to be frowning a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Carmen, I don't know if you saw this or not, if you're reading Metal Edge or any of the uh, <laughs> different things, but uh, I believe you have Ozzy Osbourne on your death pool. Yes. Ozzy Osbourne announced the cancellation of his upcoming shows and said his touring career is over because he is quote uh is not physically capable of it in a statement released on wednesday the 74 year old said that he had a major accident four years ago in which he uh, damaged his spine and that he could no longer cope with the travel required for a tour said quote my one and only purpose during this time is to get back on stage my singing voice is fine however after three operations stem cell treatments and endless physical therapy my body is still physically weak so ozzy osbourne no more touring for him i mean he's been barely able to walk for the last 20 years yeah you know so the last time i saw ozzy was like Ozfest, probably 10 years ago and he could barely move then he just stood there the entire time and clapped his hands. Right, right. At one point, you know, he did at the towards the end, he did pick up a bo- a bucket, bucket of water, water yeah. and like throw that in the crowd. I, I never got that whole Gallagher thing he did. With yeah, that. that's his thing. I I never understood. Have you ever seen Michael Starr from Steel Panther imitate Ozzy? No. He splits his hair and does it like the butt cut thing, whatever, and puts it behind his ears and puts the glasses up. And he's jumping around like that, and he sings, and he can sing like, just like him and stuff. They do like an Ozzy song, and he does it. That right. weird clap thing that he does. Yeah, you yeah. know the old motorized monkey with the symbols? <laughs> yeah. That would be Ozzy. Does that jump up and down <laughs> yeah, and stuff? Yeah. The show. It's funny. Uh, and then finally in news, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame released a new mission statement on what types of artists are oh, worthy boy. of induction. Well, we've always talked about this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. Dolly Parton, she's great, but she's not rock and roll. These people, they're not really rock and roll. It basically says rock was, quote, born from the collision of rhythm and blues, country and gospel. So those genres are fair game. Uh, The 2023 Rock and Roll Hall nominees are scheduled to be announced today. The inductees will be revealed in May, along with the date and location of the next induction ceremony. So let's be on the lookout for the new Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2023 Nominees coming Who, out today. We will let you know who's not in there that should be in there. Uh, there's a bunch of. I know, but uh, who's a couple like that? You, that we um, sticks. I think is one that is not in there. Uh, let me see. Mm. What? Uh, look him up. No, I was like, mm, who else? <laughs> uh, George Michael, I think, is going to get in there. There's been a lot of talk about him not getting in. Didn't Rage Against the Machine get nominated? But thought, yeah, uh, they've been nominated a few times. Yeah, Styx is not in there, and that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. I mean, come sail away. That's it. That's all you got. <laughs> that was, I was trying to think of another one. I can't remember the names. <laughs> Blue Collar Man. Uh, uh, Renegade. Renegade. Uh, uh, be- the Best of Times. Mr. Roboto's not them, right? Babe. It is them. Mr. Roboto. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they're another band that hate their lead singer. So, really? Yeah. Oh, that's regardless sad. of whether they're going to perform or do whatever, no, they no, should it'd be, be in. weird to see them. That you know that they hate each other and then uh, get up there together. You're like, uh, let's see. This says the biggest uh, list of uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame snubs. Uh, this may not still be accurate because you know yeah, who knows time. who's been in there. 
uh, is back in there. Oh, bad company is bad company not in there. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking through some of the different Spanish. ones. That is nuts. I Spanish love bad and I went company. Yeah. Bad company what do you? What's your favorite bad company song? I don't know. I like bad company. <laughs> I like your bad company. I, I could literally, like them. You literally could have said bad company. I, well, I wanted to, worked. but then I was afraid it was going to be wrong, and I was going to look really, really stupid. Too late. <laughs> I know. Damn it, Carmen. What about is there anybody any more Iron Maiden? Is there anybody during George oh, Michael? You said is there anybody along the Dolly Parton lines that that uh, get in in excess? Not in there. Um, is Billy Idol in? Billy Idol needs to get in. All right. Well, we'll see who the nominees are tomorrow, and then we'll sit there and crap on them why they should or shouldn't be in. Yeah. Is this says Iron Maiden not in? We said that already. Right, the, yeah, we just said. Can you hear? Is this? Uh, I, I don't. Like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you know that Geo's thing. He just repeats yeah. what you I don't say. think. I don't think uh, my yeah. microphone goes to his <laughs> headphones. We got uh, some cross wires. Yeah. Iron Maiden. I I know one Iron Maiden song, and I don't like them. However, the worldwide appeal of Iron Maiden to never get any radio play, to tour three shows a year, and be yep. able to fly around and sell out. Uh, you know. You know, hundred thousand seat arenas with no radio support, no new album. They just do like, oh, we got five shows coming up. We're gonna play one in Poland, one here, and they all sell out like crazy. Mm-hmm. That's that's a band that deserves to be in. Uh, Motley Crue, Motley Crue, Motley Crue. Not that's in insane. Yeah, especially do it now before Mick dies. Uh, Seriously, I'm looking at some of the different ones. Uh, Steppenwolf, they say, is not oh, in there. These seem. seemed no, they had a couple. Um, I think the whole Hall of Fame. Wu Tang is Wu Tang in there? This uh, says that they're not in there, but I don't know whether they got in recently. I don't know. I don't think so. Warren Zevon is Warren Zevon not in there? No rush. Oh, <laughs> I mean that's the thing. No rush is like, well, we do Warren next year. He's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll be uh, looking for. Let's see. Three minutes ago. Oh, I have them. Already? Yep. I got oh them. wow! Yeah, okay. they were uh, wow. listed today. So let's see. Is this the actual list? Let me make sure. Uh, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Wait, Cindy Lauper. Slow, slow down, slow what? down. Missy what? Elliott. It, it, go ahead, George Michael, Cindy Lauper. Uh, are among the 14 acts okay. uh, making the short list to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Let's see who else. By the way, I say there. all three of those should be in. Yeah. Uh, P contenders. Jesus Christ, Mo. Get over it. Kate Bush. Nope. Uh, A tribe called Quest. Okay. Uh, Rage Against the Machine again. Uh, Let's see. And following Dolly Parton's induction, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Willie Nelson. Oh, for sure. Gotta be. Uh, Other first time nominees include White Stripes. Already? And no, by the way. I just said it. Warren Zevon. Uh huh. Uh, Joe, you'll love this. Joy Division. Yeah. Uh, it's a new wave mashup of Joy Division and New Order. Uh, let's see. Who else? New Order, there? I think, gets in. Mm-hmm. Last year included da 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 da. This year. I don't even know Joy Division, Joe. What's Joy Division? Joy oh. Division is like. Oh, what is this? <laughs> uh, the Spinners. Oh, that's. They should definitely be in. Uh, and right alongside. Uh, uh, Rock Gods, Iron Maiden, and Soundgarden. So is that the full list? That's pretty good. You know that is, Joe. Joe, this is Joy Division. Yeah. That's a who? Well, yeah. If you hear the it's got a lot of keyboards in it. You'll hear my name. Love to tear us apart again. Ugh. <laughs> That's a background to every uh, Anthony Michael Hall movie. Yeah. Hey, uh, Molly Ringwald, hot or not? Hot. Hot. Mm. Hot. I don't think she's hot. Like, you put her behind the counter at a subway, you go, eh, but she was in all those iconic movies. Molly Ringwald, Breakfast Club, hot or not? Hot. 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 She all right. 16 Candles, hot. not as hot. Okay, love, so far I agree her. with Galvin on all of these things. Yeah, oh, she's got her. a little uh, touch of, <laughs> to her. You know what I mean? Well, she got uh, the big teeth. Uh, oh. uh, I watched a movie that I never saw before. 
with Mo- uh, Molly Ringwald and Robert Downey Jr. called The Pickup Artist. Oh, yeah. And she was hot in that movie. Oh, was she? She had longer hair, and she wore lipstick, and she was pretty goddamn hot. She was in uh, Dahmer, and I didn't even realize it was really? her. Yeah. She played Dahmer's father's new girlfriend or wife right. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought... I mean, I always thought she was cute, but I watched a pickup artist the other day, and I was like, she's pretty hot. And then there was something about Robert Downey Jr., who I think is a handsome gentleman, who I've met face-to-face and was like, wow, that's a good-looking guy, and looked at him, and I was like, something about him is wrong. Something about him is not so handsome. And do you know what it was? His teeth. Mm-hmm. He hadn't had his teeth done yet, oh. and he still had spaces in them, and they looked really weird. But they were probably drug teeth. I don't even know. Molly Ringwald does a lot of Comic Con appearances now. Does yeah. she? Yeah, I would go meet Molly Ringwald. Me too. She's she's a part of my uh, youth. You know how many times I've seen Breakfast Club when I was in high school and uh, all those movies, Sixteen Candles. She's she's an icon. She gets in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> is that it, Calvin? Uh, that is it for news. Yes. All right, good. Well, let's take a break. Before we go to break, I want to tell you uh, once again. What Will from Shark Coast Tactical was saying yesterday in the studio with us, if you own a firearm with a pistol brace that the ATF has declared that you can no longer attach that brace to your firearm without registering it. And there are approximately 10 million pistol braces in circulation in the United States. You probably have one. You have only 120 days to comply with the ATF directive. That means if you're caught with an unregistered pistol brace on your firearm, you will be charged with a felony and face 10 years in prison and a $250,000 fine, regardless of the circumstances. That's right. If you have it in your safe and you haven't opened your safe in 10 years, and for some reason you have a brace on there and they find it, that is a felony. You can go to jail and you can face a $250,000 fine. If you go to Shark Coast Tactical on Beer Ridge Road in Sarasota uh, for the 120-day period that the ATF is giving free tax stamps and they are offering the Bone Fam half of the cost of the registration paperwork, uh, but the clock is ticking. So if you uh, got to get in there or you have some questions about whether or not you have a pistol with a brace and what you should do and if you should bring in, you could always call Shark Coast Tactical or go to sharkcoasttactical.com, and uh, we got to make sure you get in there and meet the registration deadline. The shop is open 10 to 6 daily, closed on Sunday, and open online 24-7. It's Shark Coast Tactical on Beer Ridge Road in Sarasota. Look for them on social media. Make sure you get in there and tell them you heard about it on the Mike Calta show. And if you have any questions, call them now. They're taking calls, they're answering, they're registering, and they're helping people out. And spread the word around to other folks that are maybe uh, gun owners that, that may not have heard this, that may not be on social media, that may not listen to the show. You have 120 days to comply or it is a felony. Go to sharkcoasttactical.com and contact them for all the details. We'll take a break. When we come back, Galvin's got a brand new open letter, and we've got uh, Under Oath coming up, all happening this hour. It's the Mike Calta Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to Tampa Bay's most listened to morning show, The Mike Calta Show on 102.5 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.